Welcome to Gaming and Gabbing, where video and tabletop gamers unite. A podcast where we level up with you on our journey to ultimate nerddom. I'm your wizard of weird, Dayanne Hutton. And I'm your rogue of realness, Amber Plaster. And let's hit start. Hooray! And welcome. Welcome. Thank you. I feel welcome. <laughs> oh, yay. We're <laughs> Back at it again! It is episode 22. And I wanted to give it this very original, never thought of before title of Great Expectations. Oh, wow. You, that is inspired. I know no one's ever thought of that before, but I just thought like it's a play on words of like, you know. Oh, yeah, that's, that's an incredible title. It's like it would sell a lot of copies or something, you know? Yeah, stories will be written oh, about that title. You. I, I can feel guarantee that. it. Just the impact that this podcast mm-hmm. makes alone is really going to be something mm-hmm. in the history books. Yes, to its thousands of viewers and all 200 of its five-star you know, reviews. I know. And so, yeah, man. Listeners, not viewers. I know what kind of platform <laughs> we're on. Today, what are we talking about today? What's our discussion? What, what are we discussing well we thought it would be really fun to discuss video games that we thought we would never play or that we thought we would not enjoy but then plot twist loved or enjoyed or liked at least a little bit anything other than hated and then you know maybe dabble in the opposite of that games we thought we'd like and were disappointed by thus you know thus expectations (laughs) Got to cover them both ways. And I know that you guys have some too, so please share yours uh, with us. And uh, let's get this thing started. We're also going to cover a little bit of news at the end, a little bit of gaming news. But uh, for the most part, this is the kind of podcast where we talk about things in video games and tabletop games that we like. And it's kind of just like hanging out with your friends. And uh, today's topic is what we're going to be talking about. But if we go off topic, that's something to expect here. So Grab a snack, grab a tasty drink, and settle in, because we have things Mm. to discuss. And sidebar, we are aware that we have done far more episodes on video games than tabletop gaming. We are aware of that. Mm -hmm. We are working on that. We are working to bring you some quality tabletop-related content soon, so thank you for your patience. And uh, it's it's coming. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. We have a lot of... (sighs) We have a lot of hopes and dreams for this podcast, and one of them is moving over to video one day when we can afford to do so. And I think when we're able to to put that time and energy into it, I think we'll be able to explain a lot more of tabletop topics because we'll be able to provide visuals. I really want to learn some really cool tabletop games with our viewers. That would be cool too. But I know specifically D&D and in the world of D&D, there's a lot to explore there. And I think we have episodes planned uh, coming up. It's just kind of a matter of when is this quarantine going to officially end for us? And when do we feel like we have the time to put it together? So it's coming. Get excited. That's it. That's it. 
<laughs> we're we're putting those expectations up high right now because boom. raise your expectations sky high. Still on theme. We're on gonna theme. meet him. I want your expectations to be as high as when a troll hits you in Skyrim, and or a giant <laughs> or whatever it is that sends you into the sky. Usually, yeah. usually I work really hard to make people's expectations of me very low so that I constantly uh, rise above them. But I'm going for the opposite approach here. <laughs> Yeah. See how that works out. Yeah, we'll just we'll just try new things. So in terms of games that I have been on the hate train. Shame train. For the shame train. It rhymes. For <laughs> Animal Crossing New Horizons. Top of the has list. Has got to be top of the list. The biggest game to ever have bad expectations and then convert me 180 fully i've never had anything like this and it's it's fun to talk about because it's almost like it's almost like i found a new religion (laughs) you know and it's like i'm so excited that i found god (laughs) that i wanted to tell other people that i found god and then they're like but i thought you thought god was stupid and i'm like yeah i did think god was stupid and now I'm following him, and you can too. And that's how I feel about Animal Crossing. What a metaphor. What a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> I, now, I don't know if you've had anything that extreme, Dave, no, but that is the definitely one that really not. out for me. I, I definitely didn't think I would be as into Animal Crossing as I have gotten, but... But yeah, I definitely- and how into Animal Crossing are you? For those of you who don't know, Animal Crossing is a, ch- a child's game <laughs> that came out on the Nintendo Switch recently that took over the world since everybody was quarantined and had nothing to do. And it's basically a virtual friendship simulator with yeah. really cute animals in it. And you just go on a little island and you build your little house kind of like in The Sims and uh, little creatures visit your island if you make it nice and clean and inviting. That's it. It's very simple and there's lots of customizations you can do and it's so happy. And I, in terms of gameplay, it's very easy, but in terms of the work that they put in on this game, it has been massive because I can see the effort they went to to make every interaction mm, positive. Yeah. yeah, I will say that I definitely log on at least once a day in terms of like how into it, quote unquote, am I? I log in at least once a day. I definitely... Uh, was trolling the Animal Crossing design hashtag on Instagram yesterday to try and figure out how to best set up feng shui. Wow, okay. Uh, Feng shui? Feng shui, my bathroom in Animal Crossing. Definitely looking for some examples of how to do that. And I definitely look up designer codes for like little pathways and and whatnot for customization. But there are definitely people more into it than me. And I know that. But I would say right, I, right, right, right. we're sure they exist. So I, don't worry about it. I, I, I'm like in the median, I would say. Like, I'm not over it. I'm still not over it. I would have thought I'd be over it by now, like a, a month Same. and then done. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in the median. I'm in the median there, I would think. For me, Animal Crossing has become my mental cigarette break. I'm glad because you fucking needed one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know amber has been like working herself into the ground like since quarantine started because like and i get it you're just at home and you're like well i must be productive then because i'm here and it's worried me 
Okay, I was worried. So I'm glad she has mental cigarette breaks now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's um it's gotten a lot better. Yeah, last week was really, really tough. And I, I just think a lot of things mentally came bubbling up at once. Ah, yeah. As, as they, they are wont to do. As as they do when you shove them right deep down, far away. <laughs> You know, that's how I deal with trauma is I'm just like, I'm going to deal with that one later. <laughs> and then it pops back up. It does. So I am feeling a lot better. And a lot of that is because I am taking time to not scroll Instagram before bed. Uh-huh. Not look at the people that may, make, might make me feel insecure or sure. you know upset because of the virus or the news or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, make me feel like I'm missing out on something, which Instagram is want to do. Instead of that. I am looking at a smiley little hamster that has brought me a gift in the form of a leaf. (laughs) And it is delightful. And then I go to sleep and I, guess what? Don't have nightmares anymore. I have happy dreams. So maybe my inner child just needed this mental cigarette break. I don't want you to think about me as a child smoking a cigarette. That's (laughs) not the image I wanted to put in your head. I understand that it's there now. I regret speaking. (laughs) I should try playing more Animal Crossing right before bed because... I can't remember the last time I had a pleasant dream. I think my That's brain. Sad. I know. I think my brain. They're, they're crazy. Like they're like the most kooky, wild, often also stressful in some way. Definitely makes zero like negative sense kind of dreams. And I wondered my, to myself the other night. I was like, I'm on anxiety meds, and I wonder if all of the if what the all the work the medicine is doing and that I've done myself to like chill my anxiety out if it's just sitting in my subconscious waiting to come out the second I go to sleep and then I have like the most anxiety riddled dreams of my life that's an interesting thought I'm sure that's possible yeah I'm wondering I'm sure your subconscious um works on problems that you're not aware of Of when you sleep of course but so I wonder how much of that is affected by your medicine too then I, cool. But then I think back and I think I've had this issue my whole life because I remember as a kid having like really messed up dreams all the time to the point where I would yeah. like literally like I would pray before I went to sleep back when I was like all very Catholic and whatnot. And my prayers, nightly before prayers. Before you entered the Church of New Horizons, of right? Of course, yeah. And my nightly prayers were literally about please don't let me have bad dreams. Like, oh, that sucks, man. So I don't know. My sleeping mind is unkind to me. So uh, to keep to continue going off topic, uh, <laughs> I also had recurring nightmares as a kid. And my earliest memory is of Dracula coming to eat my parents. Oh, and every time I would cry and be like, don't eat them. And he'd be like, I'm going to oh, God. <laughs> like every I just remember the most stressful part was like, I have to negotiate this. And then I would lose the negotiation. I was like four or something. Oh, man. It's a I, very stressful time. I had this like massive like <laughs> crocodile alligator thing that would be like hunting me and my family in this like shallow pond water that you could breathe on like you could like swim and breathe underwater and you can always be, breathe underwater in dreams it would be there so yeah hmm. must put Weird. must try more animal crossing before bed 
Try Animal Crossing before bed, especially in the parts with water, because water shows up. I've studied a lot. I've dabbled in dream uh, discussions and meanings and lucid dreaming more specifically. And water is a consistent theme that you can use to express your emotions in dreams. Mm, okay. So if you probably like, you know, go fishing or something or be near the waterfall, I bet that's going to help transition you into a dreamlike state. Okay. Uh, because oh, when they bring you under for hypnosis, they kind of go like, okay, you know, you're stepping down the hill. Or they go like, you can feel the water on your feet. Is like, what color is it? Like, that's what they usually use. Interesting. Um, and uh, everything in Animal Crossings is bright and beautiful. And it's, it's the imagery that your mind needs to see before you go to sleep. Not something like, oh, God, I got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ooh. jogging back on topic, <laughs> what kind of game... Oh, did you not want to play and then you ended up enjoying it day? Okay, so the big one for me, the like one that I thought of first was um, my relationship with the Resident Evil series. I first played Resident Evil 7 and I was notably like miserable the first time I streamed it, like the first go of it. And then, like, the second time, you sort of get used to the way the game scares you, in a way. You're like, okay, the whole reason I'm scared right now is because I'm alone, and these people could show up at any moment, and I'm just scared because of the anticipation. And you started getting a little used to it, and I found myself, after a couple playthroughs, being kind of excited to go back to it, to the point where when I found out Resident Evil 2 was coming out as a remake, I was like, I have to get this game and play it. And I played it immediately. Whereas Resident Evil 7 was a game I made my stream earn because they like to watch me be scared. Um, (laughs) So so it was like a goal that we like achieved. Or maybe I played it during Halloween or something. And I did not want to play it, but I did. And now I'm excited every time a new Resident Evil game comes out. So that's at the top wow. of my list, for sure. It's like you worked through your own exposure therapy with that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to your Twitch chat for being so mm, motivating. Is that the word I Motivating. And I think it also had to do, you know what? A large part of it had to do with the fact that my friend Paula Rhodes is the voice of the main like villain in that game. Oh, that's right. And I just, I just wanted to enjoy her work like I wanted to play her game so I forced myself to play it and that it was I'm glad I did I'm really glad I did yeah so that's number one on my list 100% that that tracks I mean number one on my list obviously is Animal Crossing New Horizons and I'm sure we could find you know clips of me complaining about Animal Crossing New Horizon from this podcast alone and I'm sure you're about to listen to them right now so There are a lot of people out there really excited for Animal Crossing New Horizons. Amber doesn't look like one of those people. So this is going to be, I'm like, I'm happy for mm y'all, but I don't know why I would play that game. That's. Am I playing Animal Crossing? No. Am I going to play the old Animal Crossing? Yes. (laughs) Because I'm making her. (laughs) Yes. And I, and I want to complain about it already, but I can't complain about something I've never done before. Listen, who knows? I might play this game and be like, Oh man, I sure do love collecting berries. Thanks so much, Dave, for bringing this game in my life. (laughs) But I doubt it. Amber and I might get in a fight 
But uh, my pick, I have another pick, and it is Animal Crossing New Horizons. I have reasons. Oh, I'm ready for them. Explain yourself, Day. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. So, listen, sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes we gotta grow as humans. And um, for me, you know, it's the, the Church of New Horizons. The cult known that as... That legitimately sounds like a church. The Church of it New Horizons. It legitimately sounds like a cult. Well, yeah, okay. Like New Horizons. Like, it's almost like a... Um, yeah, you're right. Multi-level marketing... Yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? Leadership yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oof. <laughs> um, Oof. But it, it's exciting. Uh, I uh, I just got my resident services today. So, so happy for you. Oh, she's growing up. Uh, it's changing the whole game for me. Uh, the game is really a lot more fun with friends. This game is uh, really easy to play with your parents or your kids, which yeah. I like. I've seen um, a lot of I, really fun tweets. Like, I think Felicia Day tweeted the other day and was like, how young is too young to train your child to pick up fruit? She's four. Asking for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, yeah. And I think my friend Ash has also, like, his son is four, I believe, as well. And he... Uh, that feels right. Yeah. His son, like, watches him play. And I think he's started, like, letting him play, like, chopping trees down or something. I don't know. But yeah. Like, obviously, I just want everyone to know that we would never, ever encourage child labor. <laughs> That's not something that we do here on Gaming and Gathering. But if you have, you know, you have this child here with all this time on their hands, mm. and they're just... You're doing them a favor. You're fruit. letting them pe- play a video game. You're letting them You know, you're educating them, and you're, you're facilitating your assets at the same time. So. For sure. Speaking of... To go on a mild tangent, just a short, quick one. I'm ready. If y'all are fans of Sarah Michelle Geller or anything that she does, you have got to follow her Instagram right now because all of quarantine, she's been putting up her quote unquote quarantine tips and they're hilarious. They're like <laughs> quarantine tip. If you put your TV subtitles on, you can brag to all your friends that your kids spent the whole day reading tip, like they're so funny <laughs> that's amazing. so if you're a fan of her definitely go and then she also just did there's an igtv she put up that's like all these little tips, and they are all buffy related it's just they're buffy related and if you loved buffy just satisfy your soul with that little clip it's great that's awesome Back on uh, yeah always looking for a good instagram account to follow thank you very welcome you will not be disappointed. I mean, at least I hope you're not. I, I'm so there for my, all of that. As we all know, my expectations are sky high. <laughs> so <laughs> the other game that I thought of that I really thought that I would not enjoy was God of War. Hmm. And I ended up really loving that game. It's so beautiful. Um, it's so fun to talk about with everyone. It's, it's just a fun game to gush over because it's really just... Um, I mean, it's just a very beautiful, I want to say like, I don't want to say like five star, but like, what's, what's the word? Like triple A sports. What's the word? Oh, triple A. They're triple A games. Yeah. It's like a triple A game. Like you can just tell that like every department was, was just getting the best of the best. And it's just beautiful to see a movie or a game or anything 
Come and on. I've got to say, like, you're – I also would never have expected you to love that game as much as you do. And because of your love for it, it has made me rethink my choice to discontinue playing it. And, like, it's made me be like, I need to go back to that game. That's oh. how strong your, like, expectation turnaround is, like, even from an outside perspective. Like, now I'm like, oh, shit, I should try this again. If Amber likes it this much – I need to try it again. <laughs> There's a lot to enjoy about that game. Now, that game was almost too difficult for me. Um, and when I mean almost, I mean, like, there's a lot of times I thought about putting it down and not picking back up again. Yeah. But I is, wanted yeah. to play it so bad that I kept going back to it. And I yeah. feel like that's a testament to how good that game Definitely. is. Though they do throw yeah. a lot at you. So no shame on playing God of War on easy mode, you guys. I played it on normal, and I was really oh. struggling. Towards the go end, I got easy. good, but I mean, like, Get good, memorizing son. combos is nothing, something I've never had to do before as a gamer. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it was not easy, but I'm so glad that I did, though. So it's definitely um, not for beginners, but I would definitely recommend God of War. Uh, and we're talking about right. the most recent one, God of War 4. Mm. Yeah. And then did you have any other ones that you wanted to mention? Yeah, I have. Okay, so one that I did not expect to like I didn't I, I was gifted this game and so I was like well I'll play it I uh, I was gifted it so it's only right for me to at least try it out uh, but it was a plague tale and I was like this game is about rats what the hell I don't want to play this game this looks dumb like why why am I gonna play a game about the bubonic plague like what <laughs> I really liked that game. <laughs> I had a lot of fun playing. I liked the story. I liked the gameplay. Loved the characters. It wasn't that long. I think I finished it in like four streams. Ooh, like, I love a short game. Yeah, it wasn't too long. And honestly, yeah, I just, I really liked it. It, it was a little gross because it's like there are a bunch of rats that you deal with. But I had zero expectations going into that game because I would, I was just like, why would I play this game? But yeah, definitely it's a game I would recommend to people. Now, when people are like, have you played this? I say yes, and I think you should too. <laughs> uh, awesome. I just wrote it down. Yeah. Good. Great. I, yeah, a PC you game? should definitely. I don't, I play, I play everything. I play most things on PC if it, if I can. So yeah. I'm not sure. It might also be PlayStation. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I, that sounds like a game I'd like to play on computers. That's what I was asking. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... I will say that though my hype for Final Fantasy VII Remake had, was, was high from the start just because of Brianna, because I'd never played a Final Fantasy game, like, I had the hype, but also no real expectations, you know? Like, I was looking you forward to playing... You yourself didn't have nostalgia expectations. Right. I had zero nostalgia expectations. It looked beautiful. I was excited to see my friends as these characters, blah, blah, blah. I, what, what I didn't expect was how hard I have fallen for this franchise, is what I didn't expect. Like, guys, I am on Final Fantasy XIV now. Oh! Um, what? Is the M yeah, it's the MMO, and I'm I did not know loving this. It. Yes, yes. I got a free month, uh, free month trial of it, and I've played it, like, three or four times now. I have friends that are, like, so excited. I have friends that have been asking me to jump on this for years. And they're so excited to help me grow and level up and whatnot, et cetera, et cetera. So That's so cool. I've, 
I've really been bitten by the Final Fantasy bug. I wasn't expecting it. I'm definitely going to look for more Final Fantasy games to play in the future. I just, I'm here for it. And I wasn't expecting that. Obviously, since that's the topic of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So. Blah. <laughs> the other one that I, I, I have to bring up is actually Life is Strange. Ooh, girl. Because I started playing Life is Strange like the year it came out, I want to say, I started hearing stuff about it, but I was playing the mobile version of it. <laughs> and I was like looking for, at the time I was looking for like a good mobile game. Um, and I just kind of wanted a puzzle or something, but I was like, man, this looks so cool. This looks like something I'd totally be into. So I, I downloaded it and that you get the first uh, episode as it were for free. And I thought that was really slick and it, it looked really beautiful. But let me tell you, I had no idea how to use the mechanics of that game with just my phone and my thumb. Like they just wanted I you to tap imagine. on it like Snapchat and like know how to like rewind time and how to interact with people. And I was like, this is stupid. And so I've I got never, stuck in yeah. the classroom and I was just like, this classroom's stupid. I don't get this game. <laughs> so <laughs> I never, I've never even dabbled with the mobile version. So uh, I can imagine it would you be confusing. And and to be fair, like, if I wasn't a part of Life is Strange, I don't know that I would have ever played it. I don't know that it would have been on my radar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because, well, that's just like a whole snowball of things. Because if I hadn't have been in Life is Strange, I wouldn't have started streaming, which means I wouldn't have started playing video games more regularly. And I wasn't playing video games, like, at all. So... I wouldn't have played any of these games if I hadn't have been in Life is Strange. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I was pretty much like, I remember being almost actively against it because I was like, I played As game. you are wont to do. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds, it, it, you, listen, I don't remember exactly. It just sounds like me. Um, <laughs> you're, you're con conductor of the shame train. You know, it's on brand. <laughs> I was like, what is this game? Why do mobile games suck? I don't like <laughs> this. And then... Um, I remember people being like, are you going to play Life is Strange? And I'm like, uh, I'm going to play it because Day's in it, but I don't like RPGs and I don't like, I tried, I tried playing it already and I didn't understand it. And I kind of knew that maybe it'd be better on PS4, but holy moly, it's so much better on PS4. It's a full game. <laughs> it's a full movie. It's a full experience. And, um, I did not expect it to be as dark as it was. I did not expect it to be. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I didn't. I yeah, I didn't expect it to get that dark and taboo, which I guess I appreciate. Um, the only part that I don't like about how dark Life is Strange is it makes it hard for me to want to replay it because <laughs> I know that like some bad things are going to happen. Um, yeah. No matter what I do. So yeah. I don't like that part about it. But everything else, I was really. Uh, pleasantly surprised with like just like so much detail goes into every character and they're really thought so out quite detail. well and I uh, didn't think that I would come to care about individual characters like Kate and like Chloe and stuff like that that you're like wow these are like secondary characters here so I think that was maybe one of the first RPGs I started to, to care about other than Pokemon which I feel yeah. like is its own entity yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I like forgot that I was like Kate was an NPC. Like someone t one time, someone was You're like, like, "I mean, I played her." Yeah, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was her. Um, I forget it was like a stream, and someone said Kate's an NPC. I was like, "Don't be rude." No, she's not. And they were like, "Day, she literally is. You never play as Kate." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. That's cool. Okay." So weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally weird. Hey, what else did we... Was there anything else that you wanted to cover in games that you ended up 
loving? Right. Um, well, I will say that I played Bioshock Infinite just as a wow, everyone yes. keeps talking about this when we ask questions for the podcast, so I should play this. Again, a, a game I went into with zero expectations. It was not really the game I was, ex- well, not the game I was expecting. I just said I had zero expectations. I, I yeah, I, I didn't know what it was going to be, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. I finished it, very much enjoyed it, had a great time playing it. Yeah, yeah Bioshock ended up being simple, a lot more fun Bioshock. than it I kind of expected Bioshock to sort of have a lot of heaviness to it. And uh, while I guess it did in theme, it does does, in a different way. In gameplay, it's very light and has a lot of pageantry and and pizzazz to it that that just kind of entertains Mm -hmm. and it doesn't ever feel like a heavy responsibility. Yeah. And I did also, and I'm not finished, I still have the last one to play, but I enjoyed the Walking Dead games way more than I thought because as Amber... Oh, yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah, as Amber and I have discussed, and she's very horrified by, I've never seen the show. I've never cared about seeing the show. So I was like, uh, the game, whatever. But the game is so much fun. So, yeah. I that's... You just have to watch the pilot. Okay, fine. That's I, all you have to do. Watch the pilot. Okay. Just the pilot. Just the pilot. All right. It is one of the best pilots, TV pilots ever made. <laughs> okay. Um, that and Breaking Bad, two of the best pilots in TV. I've universe. seen the Breaking Bad pilot. I've seen that. Also, also, hear me out. I did, for whatever reason, play I Love You, Colonel Sanders, the dating sim from KFC, and it was really funny. It was it was a Aww. it was a good hour of entertainment that that I I appreciate. I'm glad I did it. I have no regrets. <laughs> Oh, okay. How did you come across that game? I had just been hearing about it because they, it, like, what a brilliant marketing thing. Make a game. Brilliant. Make a free game. And I believe Wendy's did something, too. I believe Wendy's made, like, an RPG kind of game uh, that you could play. And I was just like, you know what? I think it was Valentine's Day or something. I was just like, let's play I Love You, Colonel Sanders. And um, it was great. That's adorable. Yeah. And I would totally play that. I know. You were- I might. I might even write it down. Write it down. Go for it. Write it down. I suppose, too, thinking about it, going just because it was, like, the first game I played when I started streaming and had no idea what the game was or or I was still so freshly reintroduced to the gaming world, The Last of Us as well, because I it was just, like, everyone wanted me to play it, so I played it. I had no clue what the game was about. You know, Tony was like, oh, yeah, that's a good game. And you should definitely play that next. So I did. And, you know, it's the best. <laughs> yeah, it is literally the best. Let's talk. Let's take a little break for news. Let's talk about some gaming news. <laughs> okay. So I just wanted to cover that Sony unveiled a gorgeous piece of art on May 19th, 2020. Oh, Jesus. It is The Last of Us 2. PS4 Pro bundle plus a new gold headset. Okay. Listen, it looks great, but I'm. So- let me let me finish delivering the news before you start hating on it. Uh, okay. So Sony just unveiled a new limited edition of The Last of Us 2 PlayStation 4 Pro bundle along with some other goodies. It is there is also going to be a Cyberpunk 20. 
2077 limited edition Xbox. Of course there is. But we all know how we feel about Xboxes. So the um, bundle is going to include themed accessories that are the, uh, there's a gold, um, what's it called? Not sound blocking, but like ear covering. Where are you uh, seeing that? Headset. I don't see that anywhere in here, the gold things. Oh, I so it says plus new gold headset. There's just not a picture. Yeah, Got plus it. new gold headset. Gold, it's, uh, I think gold is the brand. Anyway, it says gold. Maybe it means in terms of the the type it is. But um, it looks great. It basically looks like a larger Beats by Dre, but it is a, a matte charcoal with the uh, leaves etched on the inside. It's Ellie's it's tattoo. Like the last of part two. Yeah, Ellie's, Ellie's tattoo. Yeah, is what's all over the all of it. The controller and the console. Yeah, the PS4 Pro looks slick. It's not too much, you know. They, I, I like you, and know I like I like that they didn't make it like weathered looking, oh, like a lot of games try yeah. to do. Like it's like seen something. I'm like, I'm glad they went with the more like feminine route. I guess is what I want to say. Um, even though it's not feminine, it's just, it just looks expensive and boy, is it because you can get, oh, I do like the, the, the officially licensed, uh, external hard drive. Mm -hmm, That's nice. Like it's 90 bucks. It's two terabytes. And it says the last of us part two on it. Do I need it? No. Am I going to get it? Absolutely. But yeah, the PS4 bundle itself is 399. Um, so it's going to be 400 bucks for a new PlayStation 4 Pro right before the new PlayStation 5 comes out. I understand. But as somebody who knows I will be playing this game more than once and is not going to stop playing PlayStation games anytime soon, I love it. I don't know if I'm going to get the whole bundle, but I just want you guys to see this thing. I just love it, and it's it's going to fill the Last of Us-shaped hole in your heart. No, now, you go, know what's going to fill ahead, the last of a shaped hole in our hearts? The game, which we're all already getting. The fact mean... that this is coming out, like, like right, like, uh, the PS5 is said to come out still in 2020. Like, th- what a cash grab. What an absolutely irritating cash grab. I'm sorry. I just can't. It's so irritating. Ugh. Yeah, no, now I'm on the shame train, Amber. Yeah, Get now, off. Now who's on the conductor? I'm kicking you off. You're getting, you, I'm sending you to the caboose. I'm driving this train because why? Why? Like either. She's sending me to the caboose. Like, it's fine. I'll be back there with my cute ass headphones. The fact that Sony or that plate, that, ugh, the fact that PlayStation and The Last of Us couldn't get their shit together to organize this so that the PS5 came out at the same time as this game so they could do this with the PS5 is utterly irritating. Like, ugh, ugh. Like, I don't need another PlayStation 4. I don't even want to, like, ugh. I'm sorry. It's just wasteful. So wasteful. <laughs> Okay, is it wasteful? Yes. Am I getting it? Yes. I would get the hard drive. If they sold the external hard drive separately, I would buy it. They them. might. You because might be able to get it separately at like Best Buy or something. That's after a decent released. price for two terabytes and it's cute. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. It's, it's not I, marked up for the terabytes. I need like yeah. a like a USB external hard drive for my PlayStation games anyway. So it's a necessary purchase, unlike the rest of it, which would be an unnecessary purchase. And then here's this. I have a question for you. So mm. PlayStation 5 is said to come out in our favorite time of the Lord, holiday 2020, whatever that means. <laughs> oh, holiday 2020. It must, it must mean it must have used to be Christmas 2020 and then like the whole like 
Christmas. No, Christmas I think holiday, holiday makes more sense because as as everyone celebrates different religions, no, that's what it kind of just covers the time. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it was yeah. probably used to be Christmas, but like it confuses me because holiday. I'm like, like it gets like less and summer less holiday, yeah. like Easter holiday. What are we saying? But it's probably yeah, and like also December. holiday could mean the week before Black Friday now. Yeah. You so, know what I mean? Like, they're, they're going to be like, ooh, extra early. And I'm like, you're just trying to make money. Stop it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing around December 2020, which, yes, that's six months. But, like, that wasn't But it's my... still pretty soon. Um, and but, I would assume that anybody that loves that The Last of Us 2 before playing the game is somebody that's played the game already. So they probably already have a PlayStation already. So exactly. your target demo already has the game. It's kind of weird. You're literally forcing people to buy a second PlayStation 4 console, which is what makes me angry because it's just so greedy. Anyways, but uh, but also smart if you know you're the company, but whatever. My question to you and our audience is the PlayStation 5. You gonna get it right when it comes out? We gonna wait six months for them to work shit out? We gonna wait a year for them to work shit out? What are we thinking? I, I know there are some people that wait. don't buy cons- new consoles for the first year just because there's always something wrong. So, um, I'm not opposed to, to getting it right away. It's just a matter of um, is it an absolute need? Because I don't really like to make. Oh, I'm so- oh, I'm sorry. Says the girl who just said she's gonna buy a four hundred dollar PlayStation Four when she already has one. The hypocrisy. I drown in it. Me? I drown in what the hypocrisy. I don't know what you want from me. You're a hater. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. I don't know if I'm going to get it. Maybe maybe it will be gifted to me. Maybe I won't need it because it won't come out. I don't know. These are all hypotheticals. Who could possibly say? Who's to know? Am I excited about the PS5? Yes. Aren't we all? <laughs> All right, I think uh, I think that's a good place to wrap yeah, it up for fine. the day. Day, do you have any uh, closing fine, fine, fine. thoughts? Yeah, we'll come back to you another time, guys, with the games that we thought we'd love that we didn't because we had a lot to say today, and we'll have a lot to say next time as well because what can I say? We just have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, to wrap things up, I just like to tell y'all where you can find me on the interwebs and that would be on twitter at dayanne hutton and then and as youtube at dayanne hutton as well and you can find me on instagram and twitch at dabraham underscore lincoln all of those are with a d-a-y-e because i'm not just any other ordinary day so spell it right well i'm good amber what about you where can we find you you guys can keep the conversation going with me at amber plaster on all social media including twitch because i have a weird last name and i also wanted to give a super special thank you to our patrons if you guys want to check us out on patreon it's patreon.com slash gaming in is in nancy gabbing we put up day early episodes we put behind the scenes videos and we take suggestions from you on who we interview. So please check it out. And uh, welcome to Jared, who just uh, pledged today. So I just want to give him a little shout out. And thank you again thank to you so Mark much. and Elias for being amazing producers and supporters of the podcast. We literally could not make this show without you. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. See you next time. I'll you next time. see you next time. And we love you. And stay safe. Mm-hmm. Goodbye.